Good morning, y'all. Good evening. Good afternoon. Good night. What's up? How you doing? We missed you. Welcome back to the Peace, Love, and Applesauce podcast. Me llamo Juan. My name is Abby. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Nina. And guess what, you guys? What? Happy Pride Month! Happy Pride Month! So, in addition to Pride Month, June also represents Men's Health Month, PTSD Awareness Month, and Juneteenth. So... Be on the lookout for us talking about other topics, but in lieu of today's episode and it being Pride Month, we have, Juan and I have had the opportunity to talk about ourselves a lot and people get to know us by us talking about our experiences and we kind of just threw Nina into the mix. One day she was a guest, <laughs> and then the next she was No, in a the host. same day. In the it was same in day. the literal same day. <laughs> After the episode was over co-host yes <laughs> um but yeah so i'm i'm now have my i guess not turn but like to talk about myself and time talk about shine. my yeah. time my time to shine um and have time to talk about myself and hopefully you guys can get to know me in that way Juan and abby already do know me but to get even more in depth um and with that again being pride uh, this is kind of me, I guess, talking about my dis- journey on uh, how I discovered my sexuality and how I'm still discovering it to this day mm-hmm. um, and where that started, how it happened to where I am now. Eee, yes, get into it. Get, get into, into it. it. Yeah. Um, well, I do want to preface like when we're all kids, it's it was always shoved down at least my throat, not shoved down my throat, but you just hear it all the time. Is that like, do you have, do you have a crush on a boy? Are you talking to any guys? Where's your boyfriend? Who's your boyfriend? Mm -hmm. Um, so at a young age, I was always, my mind was always like, if I thought about my future, it would have to be with a man. And I had like two kids and in a house you know what I mean like yes the white picket fence I'm with a man married um I'm with a man I'm with a man let me reiterate I am with a man I'm with like it was always just in the back of my head because that's what everyone said Mm -hmm. outwardly um so I I always had that in my head that like okay so I guess I'm straight but I also didn't really know what that meant, too, because I didn't know there was other options mm-hmm. at the time at that age. And as I grew older and I would, like, see other women and I would think these thoughts that I thought were normal until I would talk to my friends about it. And we'd discuss, like, oh, yeah, women are so beautiful. And I'm like, yes, I agree. And then they would talk, continue to talk about it and kind of move on. And I'm like, okay, but I don't think we're on the same page. Uh-huh. <laughs> I am thinking maybe a different way. Like, even in, like, TV shows, like, I'll get into this later, but, like, Legend of Korra mm-hmm. or, like, Shigo from Kim Possible Ooh. and, like, uh, Gwen from Total Drama. <laughs> I ate Bro. that up wow. as a kid. Wow, yeah. what a throwback. Yes. From um, Cartoon Network? Yes. Because I was like, why do I, why am I attracted to Gwen and Duncan? <laughs> 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 like, I'm not kidding. Like, it was, I would watch something and be like, why am I attracted to all of these people? Mm-hmm. Um, but again, I would just push it to the back of my head. I would push it to the side and shove it down, like, in the vault. 
because I had to be with a man. I was expected mm-hmm. to be with a man, so I thought I am going to be with a man. Mm-hmm. That's the only person I can look at from a romantic standpoint in a relationship sense. Um, and during COVID, that was a big like portion of time, I think for everyone of like self-discovery because you just sat with yourself a lot, sat with your thoughts um, by yourself a lot. And we were talking in a, a few days ago, maybe last week or something about self-expression. And that was another during COVID, like I found my, my sense of style and like in regards to my hair, my appearance, my hair and my clothes. Um, so I was able to figure that out. But at the same time, I was kind of like figuring out my sexuality as well and exploring it and like really thinking about what that means to me and what it might look like. And it kind of started to make me realize, like, maybe all those things I did think about women and did think about people I saw on TV or on Instagram or Tumblr. I was a Tumblr girl. Hello, same. Loud and proud. (laughs) (laughs) Um, What I saw on Tumblr and I don't think TikTok was a thing, maybe Vine, Musical.ly, whatever. Oh, no, um, whoever I would see, wherever I would see them, celebrities, friends in school, people in school, I would... I started to realize, like, maybe I didn't think of them as just attractive from a physical standpoint. Like, mm-hmm. it was, I maybe would want to be with that person kind of thing. Like, mm-hmm. maybe I did have a crush on this girl. Mm-hmm. I Sorry, I smacked the table. Um, <laughs> like, I mean it. I mean it. <clears throat> um, but during COVID, I, that kind of, like, my thoughts were going a mile a minute. Like, what is this meaning? Like, does this mean... I'm bisexual and that's where it started that's where it stemmed from like oh maybe I like both men and women and uh, we were just discussing before we even started recording like maybe I was bi curious because I also didn't know and again for anyone that's listening and and learning about me I I have never you guys of course know this Juan and Abby know this that I've never been in like a committed relationship Mm -hmm. like in an actual relationship maybe those like middle school relationships that don't count yeah no it's okay committed relationships yeah don't do it (laughs) (laughs) abby agrees with me don't look marriage (laughs) it's all just here here's your ring oh whoa 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 (laughs) joke went too far there bud i'm just kidding (laughs) i do have a rash on my ring finger though it hurts really bad that's besides the point (laughs) that's the power of love it gives you rashes it gives you a rash and it also gives you eczema (laughs) (laughs) nice but yeah so even in like middle school i had those maybe like middle school fun what you call relationships but it's just like walking down the hallway holding hands sitting with each other at lunch uh you know giving each other a hug mm-hmm. it would oh, n- never went you know that. what i mean yeah. like it was like a big ordeal when you'd give each other you'd a hug together in the hallway and hold hands and oh. it was just like awkward and never hung out or at least i didn't because again they only lasted like two weeks mm-hmm. never hung out and because of course those two or three relationships were with guys relationships i say that very lightly um and they would last like two weeks but we never even like hung out outside i mean we would hang out but it wouldn't be anything more than just like a group hangout or whatever Mm -hmm. um so i never have been in a relationship so i don't technically know for sure because you your sexuality can change at any point in time not not change but 
Refine, basically? Refine, yes. Mm-hmm. You, because I would say that would be your sexual preference? Well, I, yeah, I guess you kind of said, like, you don't, you don't really know what your preference yes, is right Because I don't really know, yes. Because, I see, again, I see people and I know that I'm attracted to them. Mm-hmm. But I don't know what that would mean if I were actually in a relationship with someone. Like, if I were in a relationship with a guy, like a committed, serious relationship... I could then leave that relationship and be like, maybe I don't like guys like mm-hmm. I previously thought. Mm-hmm. Vice versa with a woman. I've never been with a woman. I've never been with a man, again, in a committed relationship. Maybe one day I'm going to be in a committed relationship with a woman. I end that relationship and it wasn't for me. Like it, it wasn't, maybe it was a one-time thing. Maybe I just like this one woman and that's okay too. Like it doesn't need, for me personally, again, when I was figuring it all out, yeah, I was like bisexual, bi-curious. But for me personally, I don't need a label. That's that's important for a lot of other people, and that's okay. Like, if you need a label to define what mm-hmm. sexuality you are, that's completely okay. That's completely valid. But for me, I don't need that. At first, maybe it was, like, it was helpful because I was still figuring it out. So I was like, yeah, bi- bisexual. I just told you guys that I put it on my Tinder, like, when I was trying to, like, get out there, I guess, with my newfound self or mm-hmm. rediscovered self because mm-hmm. again it's one of those things that you've always known but the sh- the straight norm the what do you say the setting. default setting is you're straight unless told everybody yes straight. everybody is straight um but it was always still in the back of my i it was always still in the back of my mind so at first i said bisexual bi curious but now it's as I keep learning about myself, I'm thinking like, well, it doesn't necessarily have to be a man or a woman as long as it is a person that I am compatible with, with their per- our personalities are compatible mm-hmm. and I find them attractive. Mm-hmm. It doesn't need to be a man or a woman. It's not limited to a man or a woman mm-hmm. in my mind. Mm-hmm. Again, I don't know because I've never been in a relationship and maybe that'll... I'll find that out later because, again, it's always changing. It can always change, and that's okay. But that's where I am right now. And Yeah. So, like, when it happened, I was like, so do I need to come out? Like, does is this the next step for me? Yeah. And that is really hard for a lot of people. It's not – It's it takes a lot of people a lot of courage to get to that point, to come to even terms with their sexuality in general, but to actually – come out to someone to say it to someone, whether it be their parents, their closest friend, their partner at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a really difficult thing to come to terms with. And it's a big deal. And it just kind of, for me, at least again, it's valid if you, if you need that. And that's something that you really want to do in order to, you know, solidify it, I guess. Mm-hmm. But for me, I, I thought about it. I was like, should I, does it, does this need to be a thing for me? And I didn't, I didn't think so. Like I wanted it to be nonchalant. I wanted it to just be like, this is who I am. This is me. I'll bring it up in a casual conversation. Yeah. The you first... did that with us. Exactly. Yeah. I was just like, we were talking. Yeah. I... You've definitely mm-hmm. told us on multiple occasions, but, but it was just kind of like, yeah, Sweet. I like what I like and just <laughs> slipped Sweet. it in there and you let, you left the conversation at that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we were like, okay, cool. Yeah. Or we just like continue with the conversation. Like yeah. nothing mm-hmm. happened. Yeah. Because that's just, whenever I came out to my, my, came out again, I say that lightly. 
to my friends up in college, it was like when COVID was still like kind of unwrapping or unraveling. Yeah. Like everything was kind of opening up again ish. We were all like, we had my microphone, my little, the little, oh, your karaoke mic. Yes, my karaoke mic. Yes. And we were drinking and we were not drunk, but we were like, you know, we were drinking. You were there. We were there. (laughs) And we, I don't know how it came to be, but we were discussing like, we should each have the mic and have a rant. Like, just spill. Say what you need to say to get anything off your chest. Oof. And we all I had, like that. Was, we should do that. Oh, my yes. gosh, guys. Date night. <laughs> um, <laughs> but we would, like, each pass the mic. And mine, like, during it, I was like, and F it. I'm bisexual. And I don't even care. Like, and I just kind of, and I just kept going with my, my rant or my spill. Mm-hmm. And could you it, consider that like your actual coming out then? I guess that was the first time I openly told someone. So yes, yes, I guess I did in fact do it, but I, I still didn't want it to be like, you didn't make it like I a conscious. Tell you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Which is again, a lot of people need that. And a lot of people want that and that's okay. But for me, I wanted it to be like something that kind of was like said and move on mm. yeah. because this is me. I, I don't need it to be like everyone eyes on me and be like, what'd you say? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What's happening? Or yeah, okay. We we already knew bestie, like mm-hmm. whatever it might be. But they it was it still felt good because they were like I guess this is the whole feel good about the coming out mm-hmm. with people that support you is all three it was just three the three girls. They're like, Yeah <laughs> Yeah And I was like, Oh my gosh, this is like cool. Like I love that, that it was so accepting, like right away. <laughs> yeah. Um but yeah, I just, that was my experience with like coming to terms with it, mm-hmm. figuring it out, still figuring it out. But there, oh, yeah. there, I guess there is, if we want to label, we discussed this, it's, it's pansexual. Yeah. But again, I don't know. Yeah, no, it's just yeah. a person that I am compatible with and I can connect with and that mm-hmm. I am tr- attractive with and that I want to be with romantically. Mm-hmm. That's where I'm at because when I find people attractive again, maybe I'm scrolling on TikTok doesn't have to be a man or a woman word so referencing the last episode Mm -hmm. was it about like trying to find yourself do you feel like opening up about this or expressing it more is helping you like get closer to reaching that version of yourself you were looking for absolutely Absolutely. That was, that was a big step again with the, not only expressing myself and my, my appearance, but figuring that part of myself out was like a big, like moment for me. Mm -hmm. And like, again, we were talking about the whole door analogy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Vision or whatever. Yes. From, yes. (laughs) Full metal alchemist. alchemist. (laughs) Getting through the door. That was like a big push through, like Mm -hmm. for me, like it felt like I got a big step forward in finding myself and finding my voice and this, the finding the voice in a sense that like, I'm able to express it so openly, Uh um, and be casual about it because it should be for, Mm -hmm. in my opinion, for me, it should be like a casual, again, this is who I am. Mm -hmm. It doesn't make me any different from anyone else. Yeah. I like what I like. I like who I like. Yeah. That's okay. Cause you guys are the same. You like who you like. And that's okay. I like this guy right this here. Man. I guess. Oh my God, <laughs> you guys are so cute. Mm. <laughs> but yeah, and 
I don't know. I think it's, it was always something I felt really strongly about. Mm-hmm. Like, okay. again, kind of like the whole thing, like, I was really interested in this, but I don't know why. And it's because I was, mm-hmm. it, was it was something that I pushed down, mm-hmm. like the whole, like, the TV shows and stuff. Do you think that seeing that representation, like having that represent, mm-hmm. representation helped you, especially since you're an adult figuring yes. this out? Yes, that was the, because when I was young, there maybe was representation, not any that I saw, mm-hmm. like that I saw as a kid that I can like very clearly remember. Mm-hmm. If, if if there was representation anywhere, it was either passed off as a joke like, let's say in, like, Family Guy. I did watch Family Guy as mm-hmm. a kid. My parents <laughs> let me watch Family Guy. It's fine. But like, Same. It would, yes, it would be passed off as a joke. I wasn't allowed to watch it, but anyways. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Loser. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would, again, it would be something that would be, like, either passed off as a joke, really minuscule, like, that you had to look really hard to see the representation and see where it was. Mm-hmm. Maybe, like, it would be said in a sentence and it would never be referenced again in the show or movie or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. And then especially in, like, children's shows, like, what I would be consuming as a kid, obviously, mm-hmm. there was, like, nothing. It was nothing. Um, but one one moment that I remember recently was I... and college I took an LGBTQ plus studies class and this was after COVID so after I've kind of like uh, figured it all out I guess mm-hmm. it was a free elective I was like I want something that I'd actually be interested in and this is very clearly something I'm interested <laughs> in yeah and the the final project was just something I, I think it was honestly something he said it could be anything related to any of the topics that we talked about. And one of them was representation. And a few of us did that, including myself. I did representation in anime. I did good. I got a hundred of whatever. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But one of my classmates, they did representation specifically in the show Legend of Korra, Mm -hmm. the the follow-up series of Avatar The Last Airbender. Yes. And literally. Exactly. Yeah. But Legend of Korra, it was, again, while there was representation, there was zero, little to none in children's shows. Even though Legend of Korra was catered a little more toward teens because it was like... Edgy. anyone, Yes, edgy, mm-hmm. but it was anyone that like grew up with Avatar The Last Airbender. Mm-hmm. You're older now, so you can enjoy this just as much. Mm-hmm. Um, but still, kids still watched it too. Yeah. It was on Nickelodeon until it got taken off, but that's a different story. Losers. Losers. Um, but the whole ending scene, the whole, for anyone that hasn't watched it yet for whatever reason, watch it. But spoiler alert. <laughs> it's so old. It's the, so Spoiler alert. It's fine. Is like, it's, I still like to, to do it. it I don't now. care. I still like to say it. <laughs> spoiler alert. But the very last episode, it was like, monumental it was building up for four seasons there were of course shippers for everything there's shippers for every single ship that exists mm-hmm. and a lot of people were korasami shippers koranasami like from the get-go mm-hmm. but it didn't really like gain any traction until like the third and fourth seasons and everyone was like really pushing like what if this becomes endgame like mm-hmm. this is starting to like be something that's viable yes it's Mm -hmm. lining up like this might actually be real Mm -hmm. and my classmate just kind of described that build up Mm -hmm. and they showed this video and it was really cool to see like it 
I don't remember it as clearly. Um, but they showed this video of people reacting to the last episode, like live reactions, like when mm-hmm. the episode first came out and the episode ends for those again that don't know or need a refresher. They, it ends with Cora and Asami. It's not super like in your face. Like it doesn't end with like a big smooch or a big kiss or whatever mm-hmm. because it doesn't need to, but it just ended with them like saying like they want to take a vacation to the spirit world together. And it's like kind of, together together you know it's insinuated Mm -hmm. and then like walk holding hands and hold hands in front of the spirit um world gate Mm -hmm. and it just that's how it ends and they just it's go and it's but that even just that them holding hands with each other and looking into each other's eyes is was such a monumental moment for like representation (laughs) (laughs) i'm getting used to it now i'm like there it is honda time oh god but it was just a compilation of like 50 people's reactions to that. And like everyone was like jumping out of their seats, yelling at the TV, crying and like watching that at, at the time, like when they showed the video, I started tearing up. I was like, wow, this is so cool. Like that people had this and mm-hmm. that they saw it happen in real time mm-hmm. and that that was so important. And like, that's why I always talk about representation, like in media and children's shows that it's so, so important inclusivity. Like, and this is for everyone. I know we're talking just specifically about pride and LGBTQ plus, but this is just in general representation is so important. Mm-hmm. And like, we're rewatching we're watching, um, or I'm rewatching. Abby's watching for the first time Steven Universe. And just to preface it, it may be a little bit controversial, the creator, whatever, say what you will, but I still do enjoy the show. And there's a very strong LGBTQ plus um, themes in this show. Mm-hmm. Um, again, spoiler. I don't care. I'm saying spoiler <laughs> anyway. Um, like Ruby and Sapphire, they love each other, even though, again, that's even another thing. The gems, even though in the show they're referenced or their their pronouns that are used for them are she, her, the gem they're 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 crystals, they're gems. They don't have a gender. Yeah, they're genderless. They're genderless. Um but Ruby and Sapphire, they like they fell in love. They fall in love and that's why they create Garnet. I know. <laughs> Ruby's my favorite. Um oh and same with like Rose and Ro- or Rose and Rose Quartz, wow. Rose and rose quartz and pearl, geez. Mm-hmm. Also, like pearl has a very strong infatuation and love for rose quartz, and so it's just it was cool to see like that. Even though I was older when Steven Universe came out, it was still before I knew my sexuality and really understood it. But it was still really just cool to see a kids show on Cartoon Network showing this stuff and being loud and proud about it. And, like, that we're still seeing it continue again in, like, anime and, like, this new show that I want to watch. I started watching, didn't finish. It's called Owl House. Mm. And it's has a lot of LGBTQ plus representation. And I just, I love seeing it. Like, I think it's really important. And it's important for me even as an adult seeing it because I love animation so much. Oh, yeah. So it's a big, big part. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Woohoo. Yeah. So, Thank you for sharing all yeah, that. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I was just gonna say. Yes. So that was that was really cool. Thank you for sharing that with us. Of course. Um, obviously, Juan and I are just being allies today for Nina and for anybody else. But we wanted to show that by, um, you know, standing in solidarity mm-hmm. with Nina today, and um, 
Do you have any closing thoughts for Pride Month? Oh my gosh. Or for anybody that might be in your position? Yeah. Uh, um, sexuality isn't, again, it, it's always changing. If you're still figuring it out, it's okay. You don't need to understand or know right now, but just know that there are people out there. There's us out here. We have our Instagram. If you feel the need to reach out, you can DM us if you need any support, have any questions. Mm-hmm. If you just want to talk about anything, but specifically in regards to sexuality, since it is Pride Month, please feel free to do that. We are your support system. We are here for you. We, there's always someone out there is basically my, my gist. If you yes. don't feel like you have a strong support system, this is it. Yeah. You are, are not alone. Yeah. You are not alone. Yeah, be proud of yourself, be proud of who you are, be proud of your sexuality. Yes. And happy pride. Yeah, it's just your human experience. So continue to talk about it, continue to be about it. Live, laugh, love it, and we will see you guys next week. Peace, love is love. And And applesauce. Bye. Bye.